You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. That's the way to say it. Yeah, we got the money. Uh, The inflation bonus is back here on KFI. You just need to listen for the keyword. It comes up at approximately 420 and again at 520. How about that? So, And there's a new way to enter the contest this time. So you have to pay attention to instructions. Mm. From you? From me, yes. And and from uh, Mr. Golden Voice. We'll, uh, you can't even figure out how to open your car door. I don't know how you're going to explain. Know, you know, that is actually true. I often have trouble with that. I don't work. Uh, I don't work well with electronic controls. Yeah. Well, a big story uh, Saturday was that they believe that they have arrested the man that is responsible for the serial killings in Stockton. Although they weren't all in Stockton, but using ballistics and going back uh, some period of time, they had determined that it looked like the same person was killing people, uh, often in the early morning hours. And the man they arrested was driving through the streets of Stockton with a gun, possibly searching for another victim. So if they're right, they may have stopped a potential uh, next murder. They got a whole lot of tips. Remember, the only thing they put out was surveillance video of a guy sort of from behind walking on the street. And he was wearing, like, dark clothing. I I don't know how you'd get much out of that. But they sorted through the tips, and apparently they began to surveil a man by the name of Wesley Brownlee, a 43-year-old man from Stockton. And sure enough, when they arrested him, he was dressed in all black. He had a mask around his neck. He had a gun, and they believe he was out hunting for another victim. What is the line in this story that was guaranteed to be there? Hmm. I don't know. Police said Brownlee has a criminal history. Oh, yes, a criminal history. Yes. (laughs) No, seriously? It's drug charges, though. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but it's not. He's not already a killer or a shooter or a gun guy. That we know of. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) How do we know how many many people he's killed? Possession of a controlled substance in 1999, released to parole in August. And convicted again in 2001 for transporting and selling a controlled substance. 
Yeah, well, that's all I have. He, w- I mean, I'm not downplaying it, but you know the way drug well, crimes are today. I know, but it's 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 uh, it, that that can't be the only two things that he's ever done. And, uh, and, I know, and, but they got him on drug charges. They couldn't get him on harming somebody. That's kind of weird. You know, I don't. There's a lot of unsolved crime out there. Look at all the cold cases Steve Gregory does. Who do you th- who do you think is behind all the cold cases? It's people who've uh, committed other crimes, drug crimes. Oh, you think sure. he's probably killed other people? Yes. Yeah, wow. because only now at age 43 went on the spree. Well, but now they have what they need. If they have a lot of unsolved shootings up in that area, it's not just Stockton. He All right. apparently no, they'll, they'll take wandered his D- to other places. They'll take oh, his East D- Oakland, too? Sure, they'll take his DNA and they'll take the ballistics tests from the gun he has, although he may have had other guns. And they're going to look at the patterns of, of, of behavior because uh, I, I, don't, I don't believe guys start at a late age. 43 is... Really old for a criminal. And you believe, and it's true, that a small percentage of the criminals commit commit most of the crimes. Yeah. So it's possible he has killed other people they haven't linked yet, like they have linked these shootings. There was an old FBI statistic that said 6% of the the, uh, people in prison committed 70% of the crimes. Well, he lives in Stockton within three or four miles of the shooting deaths there, but he has relatives who have lived in East Oakland where there was a shooting death last year linked to the case. So five men were ambushed and shot to death between July 8th and September 27th. What he did was, because the other killing was in April of 2021, and he wounded a homeless woman in Stockton a week later. By the way, she was interviewed. Did you see that interview? I had it in the pile last week, but we didn't get to it, where she said they kind of ignored her. (laughs) That they didn't take her seriously when she said that... uh, this guy was a real threat, and you got to go find him. They were like, uh, maybe another homeless person. Yeah, they're not going to pay attention to homeless. Took a few shots at her. No. And, uh, well, because four lot- guys were walking, and one guy was in a parked car when they were killed. But uh, I guess they have somebody that specializes in this, starting to look at the ballistics from shootings and seeing if it's the same gun. Well, that's, possibly. That, that's a lot of unsolved crimes. So uh, I mean, they had they had five men killed in Stockton. On, yes. on July 8th, August 11th, August 30th, September 21st, September 27th. So, yeah, that that's a lot of killings in a short period of time, and they seem to be random. That definitely would trigger the idea that it's it's one man out there, and then you, you just uh, you do the ballistic tests, and maybe he was using the same gun. That's what I believe was the case. And they nobody was beaten, nobody was robbed, which convinced them that they were just looking at a psycho who wanted to just go out and shoot people. And they were following him, and apparently they finally arrested him because they thought there was threatening behavior. He would go to parks and dark places. He would stop and look around and then drive on. Yeah. So they thought, oh, yeah, he's trying to find somebody who's walking alone in a dark place, maybe where there's no surveillance you know, cameras and, and not a lot of lighting. In a normal society, a guy acting that strangely and suspiciously just should be locked up before he starts killing Oh, and look at that. You were close. Local investigators worked with police in Chicago to determine whether the killings could be linked to two 2018 murders in a neighborhood there. Videos of the suspect showed a, a similarity, but Chicago police does not think that there was uh, any link between their killings well, and this man. Well, if, if, if he's lived in other places, and odds are he has, there might be unsolved cases in all the cities he's lived in since he became, you know, a teenager. Yeah. Because it sounds like he had some 
mental illness compulsion where, where he had to kill people. Or maybe he had voices telling him he had to kill people. And what really wrecks serial killers is they start doing it a little closer together. And that's what really got this story attention. Because like I mentioned, between July and September is when he shot five men. There's a killing that we think goes back to 21. And then the homeless woman, I think, was also last year. But he started to really amp up his... Uh, yeah. His uh, casualty figures well, here. So that, that's really got the focus of the homicide investigators. You know, I, I've always been fascinated by serial killers. Uh, it's something Shannon and I share. And what... <laughs> yeah, she, I wonder why. <laughs> she gave me a book on a serial killer once. Oh, she did? Yeah, yeah. She, uh, one of the things I read in a couple of these books is immense mental pressure builds up inside of these psychos, right? Where they become obsessed with the thought of killing somebody. And the pressure is so great that they have to act, right? It's 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 like people who have, um, what what uh, you know, this would be a mild comparison, but compulsive behavior. You know, some people can't stop turning a, a light switch on and off. Sure, right? Yeah. And and you, you try not to, but you have to. You have to do it. Well, on a much more dangerous scale, is I got to kill somebody. I'm going to shoot somebody, and then when they finally shoot somebody and kill them, they have a massive relief. Like oh, and and they feel better, and maybe some time goes by, and it could just be a week, or it could be a month or a year, and then suddenly it builds up again. You know, the repetitive thoughts, and the pressure builds up inside. It's like I got to do it, I got to do it, I got to do it, and then they do it again. And maybe this guy was just like kind of like on uh, speed dial here. Pressure was you know, building up very rapidly. What I like to see is whether or not these killers live alone i mean there have been some that are actually married i remember that yeah. uh, that wichita killer yeah btk btk he yeah. had a family yeah god uh, i remember that i read a book on him and he had the most disturbing photos because he would dress up as a woman by himself at home and, and take pictures of himself and i just and he was yeah, just was an un, really he was one. an unsightly large man <laughs> just with a misshapen body and he, he had these bizarre drag costumes on and it was, it was like it was like hideous it was just yeah and and he had this serial killer obsession all right when we come back uh, first order of business is to reveal another keyword for your chance at some money in the inflation bonus johnny ken kfi am 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app i've been fascinated uh, for really a long time now, it was a year ago when Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> I hate the word rebranded, rebranded Facebook. The name is Meta Platforms. Uh, trades as Meta Stock. And the idea was to get people to come to the metaverse. What the hell is the metaverse? Well, it's one of those places where you basically uh, put on the virtual reality headset and you got a little avatar and you run around in a make-believe world. You know what's, So, you know where are we a year later? It's a flop. It's called Horizon Worlds. They had a goal of a half a million monthly active users, but in recent weeks, they dropped it to 280,000. The current tally, less than 200,000 people. And most visitors generally don't return to the app after the first month. The user base continues to decline. Every it's apparently dominated by men. Whoever's there, it's mostly like really weird men. Of course. Because one story a, is a, a reporter went in there, a woman, and she said one of the first things one of the male avatars said, but expose yourself to me, please. Right, and, and they're avatars. So he wanted an avatar 
to drop could, her to take off suit. take off her clothes, so yeah. he could look at a naked avatar. And these these stupid avatars don't have legs. Yeah, there's so, there's no bottoms to so them. So this guy wants a legless. Car- uh, well, maybe he car- wanted to see the breasts. A right? le- legless cartoon figure to strip. Yes. Well, expose yourself generally means like a man takes out his. A woman might just show her breasts. It's well, kind of does a your smaller avi- version of it's well, not if, being naked. If your avatar doesn't have like legs, you, you don't have genitals either, I guess, right? Right, but he wanted to look at the top part. I'm guessing <laughs> of a cartoon. Yeah, an avatar is a, is a little more. It's a little more realistic yeah. representation than a cartoon of a person. But yes, you're right. It's still, <laughs> it still is. Does and it? then he would get himself an avatar uh, erection. <laughs> well, he has no bottom. They said they're working on the bottomless part. Um, <laughs> and then you'll be able to have an erection? Can I, you imagine the sad, sad, lonely guys I know. in this? I mean, is this is this for the all-time losers of humanity? They, It's called Meta's Quest. Meta has Quest virtual reality headsets. The entry model costs $400, but apparently a lot of them are not even in use six months after they were purchased. So well, anybody who's tried this is basically giving up on it. It's just hard. It doesn't sound like any... F- that it's and Zuckerberg thinks this is the world's future, that people are so have such awful lives, they want to enter this uh, VR fantasy world. As it, And you can make yourself, I guess, an attractive avatar, right? And feel like you're something? No? I don't know. I, I've never gone on this, and I never will. I don't really understand I it. Either. I, I mean, it it it, it says it, it, that 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 uh, Wall Street Journal reporter who was asked to uh, expose herself. <laughs> she tried to. It, it was twenty users in all in this comedy club. It's called the Soapstone Comedy Club. You have these separate rooms, and it was twenty stupid avatars. She introduces herself and tried to conduct an interview, and one user replied, "You can report on me, baby." And and then one user who was flirting with a woman in the crowd was interrupted by his real-life girlfriend yelling obscenities at him in the background. Yeah, how did that happen? Well, I guess his microphone, I guess you talk. Oh, you I see. You're right, you do the, have a microphone to talk right? to the other characters, and, right. And she overheard that he was flirting with the other women online, so she started oh, screaming funny. at him. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, I would join to hear that. Uh so then, and again, it's, you have to wear like a headset, which people hate doing. We found this out with 3D. Remember 3D movies were yeah. all the rage for about a year? What? And then people didn't want to wear the 3D glasses. or the. Remember Google glasses? Yeah, Where you could right. watch the internet while you're walking? Or I... Oh, yeah, it was really stupid. Um, here's another one. Then a male journal reporter visited a house party. Hmm. Uh, there was only one other person in attendance. So he and the other avatar jumped into a boxing ring and fought for a round. Uh, then played beer pong. The other guy never spoke, and after 10 minutes, uh, uh, the guy left. The reporter's avatar fell into a pool and couldn't figure out how to get out, and there was no mm. one around to help, so I guess his avatar drowned. I Yeah, I guess, you know, you wear the headset, but I guess you have something like a device that you move. This, this sounds like an expensive, boring waste of time, doesn't it? Uh, yes. I mean, this is really dumb. And, of course... This is a Wall Street Journal story with, like, the inside information. Uh, one of the executives is complaining that our problem is meta employees don't use the product enough. The truth is, if you don't, we don't love it, how can we expect our users to love it? Which sounds like a desperate... Because uh, it's boring and stupid. Cop out.
Because even even the weirdo nerds that that work at uh, Meta don't want to waste their time on it. One of the company employees runs tours in Horizon every Wednesday. New players can find their way around. Interest peaked around last Christmas. He was seeing 400 unique visitors per tour. Now it's down to 150 or less in recent months. Um, so they have all these... Uh... Oh, he thinks it's going to be the future in 10 years, not now. Yeah. No, yeah. in 10 years, 10 years, it'll be boring and stupid, too. Um, they have a virtual space called Hot Girl Summer Rooftop Pool Party. Oh, there you go. Except there are no girls there. It's what? just the weird incel guys show up. Well, because oh. a, a real hot girl isn't going to spend her time with a headset looking for uh, avatar nerds. Now, see, if I was a programmer at Meta, I would find a way to put in avatar girls and just have them run on you right. know, programming. Fake ones, right? Algorithms, like, like right. Fake bot- ones so that the guys would at least you get the guys to come. Bot girls. Oh, listen yeah, to but- this. This is funny. There's a murder village. But often there's no one to kill. Everybody wants to kill? Well, or, or what, they need volunteers to be killed? Why would you do that? I'm going to spend $400 in a headset to go into a virtual room to be murdered. Yeah, you're right. It says here, research shows that a lot of users could not find metaverse worlds they well, like wait, and couldn't find the other people to hang out with. Well, every guy who goes in there is probably going to commit a school shooting. <laughs> They're practicing. I don't get this. Uh, the you number know, of Horizon is, users online, uh, something called concurrency. It trails other cyber worlds, including VR chat and Second Life. Oh, I've heard of Second Life. Yeah, some of these are old. This, this is the world I want to Second Life has been around since 2003. No wonder I've heard of it. You and I talked about this like 10 years ago. I know. How well, people it, can pretend to have other lives it, with this it, uh, virtual reality it, world. It's hype like green energy, like driverless cars. It's it's all just nonsense hype, but it gets an enormous amount of investment money from venture capitalists who have billions of dollars and they don't know what to do with it. So they just blow it on nonsense to see maybe, you know, one out of a thousand will, uh, will hit. A bunch of incels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In, uh, let me go into the room where incels uh, are hanging out. Are hanging out and they want to murder somebody. Oh, good. Yes, I'd like that. Maybe the guy works in my office and he's uh, going to practice for Friday night. Uh, Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You can't mispronounce it. You can't fumble. I know. Did you call it the high heart? I don't know what I said. Sorry. Deborah Mark understands. I do. I understand that kind of craziness. (laughs) Have you heard me speak, Ken? Yeah, that's kind of why I made the joke. I know, I know. (laughs) Sorry, no one got past you. I know. Nothing gets past me. All right, we uh, are going to talk about the latest... And the L.A. City Council scandal involving the three council members, uh, well, the two now, who will not quit. Uh, There's been a move made uh, to rescind, to strip them of their committee uh, positions. Hopefully that'll put pressure on them. I don't know. Daniel Gus with the Gus Report will join us at 5.05 to see what he's learned uh, about Deleon and Cedillo and whether or not uh, there's somebody else possibly going down in the L.A. City Council. That'll come up after the news. Five o'clock, along with one more chance today at money with the inflation bonus. That word will come up, the keyword, at 520. Coming up in the next segment, John, I think this came up on the show just last week or the week before. We have found Ted Williams, the legendary Major League Baseball player who died 20 years ago. We found where he is. You asked the question, and Mm. we know. We will tell people where he is. 
Uh, he's not in the ground. We're going to no. give you that hint. He did pass away, but he's not in the ground. As far as we know. <laughs> We're laughing. Uh, we've covered this story from time to time, so there's been an update. How many years have they been trying to, uh, well, supposedly it's dead now, extend the 710 freeway into Pasadena? Remember that? You take the 710 freeway, sure, it goes all the way down to Long Beach. But the plan, decades ago, was to extend it north all the way to Pasadena. But it never happened. And there was too much nimbyism, too many fights. It got tied up in the courts. So I think it was either last year or the year before, they made the announcement, that's it. We're not going to bother anymore fighting to extend the 710 all the way to its original planned ending point. But along the way, in this decades-long battle, Caltrans was making moves. Caltrans, of course, would be a big part of the project to extend the 710. And so they were buying properties. They bought homes in a neighborhood called El Sereno. Now, enough time went by that you can imagine what happened with our homeless crisis. Anybody got a guess? People moved in there. People moved into the Caltrans homes because they were empty. They were vacant. Because Caltrans was expecting to finally get the go-ahead. They could demolish them and do the freeway project. El Sereno is actually a tiny little corner of the city of Los Angeles. It is. It's right up next to Alhambra, uh, not far from Pasadena. And... Uh, this, this for, for, for decades, they were told that eventually this place would be bulldozed. That was the theory. And right. it never was bulldozed, but Caltrans bought the homes anyway. And they laid vacant for a long time. But as the homeless crisis began to rise, someone got the idea, well, nobody's in these houses. Let's go live there. So some people did. They called them reclaimed vacant Caltrans homes, reclaimed when you say They're, reclaim, that means to me that you originally owned it and you're taking no, it back. No, it's, it's a stupid buzzword euphemism created by idiot activists. <laughs> they, they must have a, a, a buzzword generator. Oh. All these all these activists and agencies to create something to confuse normal people. So back in 2020, as we hit the pandemic and people were not looking to be in shelters or congregate living... Uh, some, I think the activists were first. They got the idea to put some homeless people in these homes. One of them is Benito Flores, a 67-year-old who's living in one of these reclaimed homes in El Sereno, really owned by Caltrans. And um, this went back and forth. Yeah, you're right. This is an L.A. city, an L.A. community near Alhambra, made up of largely low-income Latino residents. So it says not only were they allowed to stay, they were moved into uh, these Caltrans homes, becoming part of, ah, here's the key word, transitional housing. 26 properties leased from Caltrans by the Housing Authority of the City of L.A. The reason the story is back in the news, and that was the key word, transitional housing, is that time is up. You get like a two or three year period for transitional housing. It's supposed to be only last 24 months. Well, there's a word in there, transitional it means, look at this. You just got a free house from the taxpayers. Now go get a job and figure out your own shelter issues. Yeah, the idea behind this is, is to help you get on your feet. We'll put you in transitional housing till you can start to earn enough to get your own home somewhere. And then you move on. But you notice these people never do. So many of them just never get it together. Benito I, I, has no, he doesn't want to leave. 
Well, of course he doesn't want to leave. Yeah, he's got two years in the same house. He's been probably very happy. Yep. Uh, he said that he ended up homeless because he was forced to leave his one-bedroom duplex near Huntington Drive, for which he pays $200 a month. And he ended up Too living fun. in his van. He said he was homeless for 14 no, years. No, no, no. No. Yeah, because he doesn't work. It's not It's not because he had to leave an apartment. Says or... he worked as a welder. What, what Worked is the key word. Yeah, what, what year? Uh, 14 years yeah. ago? Says it wasn't enough to afford living expenses. He became homeless. He was living in his van for 14 years yeah. before he got in the reclaimed home. Nonsense. I want to hear more of the story. He wants the minimum wage to go from $15 an hour to well, $39. Yeah. Well, don't you love the, I just the price love of food stuff. be there? It's, it's like I can't figure out. I, I can't figure out how to get uh, the uh, the right talents or education. Now wait make, a minute. If he was a good welder, that probably pays better than minimum wage. Of course does it, it does. Not? Sure, you get like yeah, that's a, a skilled in position. A weldership. Maybe he's a bad welder, or maybe he didn't show up to his <laughs> welder's job, or maybe he never was a welder and he just made it up. He imagined he was a welder. Maybe he had a hallucination. From whatever that's, drugs he was on, that's possible. Yeah, I mean this this idea that and I you know what I love this this idea that hey um, I have no skills and no education I don't have any talents but I I think at minimum I should get forty bucks an hour so just give it to me uh, it doesn't matter if you'd go out of business paying everybody forty dollars an hour just just give it to me what's this minimum wage stuff minimum wage means whatever work you're doing. Is uh, you have no you have no special gifts here. Anybody can do it. You know it's it's the old shaking the fry basket. Everybody can do it. Therefore, it's not worth very much. Work Caltrans is... bought a 460 homes to make way for the freeway extension. Now they're working on selling 120 of them. These are vacant, but they still got to get the other people out of the other properties that they supposedly it's going to be affordable housing type sales. So they want to get out of the homeowning business, but they're going to do it in the affordable housing way. But what the story's about is that the people that have been in here since the pandemic began, these homeless people, it's probably time to move on. So they're going to sell the homes cheaply. Yes. But it's still going to, you know, it's going to go to middle-class people, most likely. Right, and so they recover and something for the taxpayers. With, yeah, and that's their obligation. Their obligation is, since we blew a lot of money on a freeway they never built for decades, then you should, you should get a decent price for the homes. And you're going to have to get somebody who uh, goes to work every day. Oh, here's a mother of two daughters, 10 and 13. She's also in this housing. She has to vacate October 25th. She turned down offers for housing in the San Fernando Valley and South L.A. because they're far from her support system and her kids' schools. Her support system. So uh, It doesn't so, say what her so support rather, is. So rather than take a house elsewhere... Uh, she's going to go homeless with her daughters? She's hoping to hang on, I guess, or find something in El Sereno. But you see the decision. More... Do you see the decision-making process that people make? And you wonder how they get into this position? Here, she's among the few who can get another home, right? Most people out on the streets can't get a home from anybody. She can get one. She's in this program, and she doesn't want it. It's not in the right place. It's not near my support system. All right, we got uh, wow. more coming up. Johnny Jesus. Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. The two council members that won't quit in the fallout from the uh, leaked recording of their conversations, Gil Cedillo and Kevin DeLeon, will not quit. But they've been stripped. 
And it is just... Uh, you don't want to see this. It's unsightly. Are there pictures and videos? Yes, or? there is. Yes. Uh, it's very unsightly. It's not so, that's not the way you want to see Gil Cedillo. We do not want to bring out the naked desk for that one. <laughs> no. They have been stripped of their committee appointments. Uh, we'll talk to Daniel Gus with the Gus Report, his take on this. Plus, we want to ask him, uh, is anybody else in trouble on the L.A. City Council yeah. potentially? Do we well, know anything? Is anybody enough? sniffing around? There's another one with COVID. That's right. Paul Krikorian has COVID following up from Mike Bonin's last week. Bonin, well, well, Tuesday is Tuesday when, he made his speech. Well, remember all that sniffing he was doing, right? He I was, was wondering. And, and bodily fluids, yeah. tears. Yeah. Snot. He, his nose was running all over the place, and probably some splatter got on the other council members. Uh, is Kokorian seated next to him? Do you know? I don't. I don't know. But apparently, they uh, you know they inhaled the same air. See, John, they're right. There's another round of COVID coming. You're not prepared, and it's going to start. With I have Bonin. to get that that new booster. Yeah, Bonin, patient zero for the new uh, COVID outbreak this winter. Oh, this would be hard. Mark down the day. Started with him. <laughs> Ken, you got the new booster? I did not. Oh. I've been thinking about it. I just haven't pulled the trigger on it. I think no. I'm going to do it on Friday after. I haven't the gotten show. the flu shot either. Oh God, really? You're crazy. You did? I got the flu. Yes, I got the flu. No, shot. I told you my theory on the flu shot. It's worthless. Yeah, I know. But Most this of the time, year they don't have the right strain. But this year they say they do. This they, year they, they say, say that every yeah. year. No, they, they, <laughs> other years they say thirty percent effective. This year they they think it's spot on. We're going to find out one day that all those flu shots built up some terrible uh, substance in your body. That's right. You'll grow like a third shoulder or something. Yeah. The uh, I still want. They didn't do the research on the uh, on the COVID shot. No, but I know enough people that have gotten the the booster and they're fine. So I'm oh, they're just, fine. I'm now. just going to take. Sure. I'm going to take my chances. Anyway, there's there's going to be a new uh, there's going to be a new uh, variant that comes out probably in a few months, and this shot won't be able to handle it anyway. And then you got that thing they invented in Boston, right? That killed killed eighty percent of the mice. A couple of weeks ago, I don't know what we were talking about. We brought up the baseball great Ted Williams. Ted Williams was what was he like a four hundred hitter? One, he was the last four hundred hitter for the uh, full season. For the right. full season, nineteen forty one. He was the one of the greatest Boston hitters. Red Sox, right? Yeah, he was one of the greatest hitters. He ever. became a baseball manager too in his later years. Yes, he I remember was. That. He wrote he's uh, very successful, but yeah, he wrote uh, probably the best book on hitting. Well, Ted Williams died in 2002. Where is he? Well, he's not in the ground. He wasn't cremated. He's at one of those cryo facilities in Arizona, Alcor Life Extension Foundation. The, the bodies are inside tanks filled with liquid nitrogen. They have the bodies and heads of 199 people. Yeah, some people, it's just the heads. Well, they want a different body when they get... I mean, science in hundreds of years from now might be able to put your head on another body. Is that you know too what, outrageous? You know what? This is such a scam. I got to give these people credit. This is, this is one of the great scams. They've been around a while. Right. I was reading a doctor saying it's all a lot of hooey. You freeze a brain, and then you thaw it out. All the brain cells just turn into mush. Oh. There's, there's no brain left at the end of the process. Was this, so, would this be like if you had like a piece of meat you bought like two years ago and it's in the freezer and you pull uh -huh. it out and you're like, oh, no. And you thaw it out and, oh, no. Exactly. It's just mush. I mean, it's not edible. I can always tell when I, when I go to a restaurant if they're using frozen burger meat. I can tell uh -huh. right away. Yes, I can too. You're right. Right. Yeah. Because In-N-Out doesn't do that, right? No. 
I think it's all it, fresh meat, right? I, they don't have I, all this right old. away. A lot of diners use frozen uh, frozen meat. You and, are correct. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah. So uh, you know, and that and that's just beef that maybe was frozen for two days. Now you imagine you got you got brain cells frozen for twenty years, and then you start thawing them. You just have you get liquid goo. Well, somewhere in there is Ted Williams. Well, I thought his kids were fighting over the body for a while, as I remember the yeah, story. Yeah, and it's the whole body in there? Because I thought maybe that I thought the, the oh, head just got the detached. Head? Well, I think there was a story a few years back that something fell off. What? I know this is just my brain reaching what right is, now. What is, what, is, uh, what, his head fell off? Uh, something like that, yeah. I'd have to look that up in the archives. But I do remember some story coming out about Ted Williams and oh, he, the oh, cryo here, lab. Oh, here's something. Um, uh, Paris Hilton supposedly signed up for uh, cryopreservation. Yeah, she's getting something else preserved. Uh, oh, look at this. Uh, there was a book in 2009 by a former employee of Alcor uh, claiming that Williams's head was abused. <laughs> they threw it around like a baseball? That he watched an Alcor official. Was, the guy's name is Larry Johnson. He watched an Alcor official swing a monkey wrench at Williams' frozen severed head to try to remove a tuna can stuck to it. The first swing accidentally struck the head, and the second one knocked the tuna can loose. Oh, no. This is an insider story. It sounds like they were were goofing on the head. Alcor used the cans from a cat that lived on the premises as pedestals for the head. Oh, so they put his head on the tuna can. The yeah, but is it still frozen or did they take it out of the, uh, Williams the cryo is, Williams' head was being transferred from one container to another oh, when I the see. monkey wrench incident took place. Okay, so the tuna can got stuck on the head, right? Because that happens with frozen, <laughs> yes, frozen like your, items. Yes. And so... Uh, so <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> he was being transferred from one head to another when, you know, because the guy, the guy swung right and hit the head instead of the tuna can. Yeah, these um, are probably minimum wage people. The disembodied face set in that awful frozen scream looked nothing like any picture of Ted Williams I've ever seen. Oh, no. He grabbed a monkey wrench, heaved a mighty swing, missed the tuna can completely, but hit the head dead center. Tiny pieces of frozen head sprayed around the room. The next swing, the can was knocked loose. So there was a significant crack in Williams' head. Oh. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. Oh, God. Uh, your final chance at some money with the keyword. The inflation bonus is back here at KFI. Be listening to that for 520 Daniel Gus at the Gus Report will join us next to talk about the whole L.A. City Council mess. KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Deborah Mark Live in the 24-hour KFI Newsroom. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. 
refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash Parity Flex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.